Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? Shemaine, man, Big Wayne with another episode of Calling the High See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. All right, let's get to it. So, I've been having a lot of discussions about Russell Westbrook. A lot of discussions about Russell Westbrook. Some good, more often than not, they bad. Oh, Westbrook, ball hog, triple-double. He ain't no good player. He ain't no good player. You, I've been hearing, you know, my man Xavier, shout out to Xavier and the Sports Wave. You know, my main man, talk, they talking about usage rates and they talking about inefficiency, all this. And, and look, you can you got to break that. It's, you got to break down to a molecular level about Westbrook and why, why he's bad and all that. Now, I'm not saying Westbrook is the perfect point guard. I'm not even saying Westbrook would be on my starting team if I was building a point guard. Actually, the point guard I'd want, for real, if we're being honest, I'd want Big Baller Brand as my point guard. That's who I'd want if I had my pickings of point guards because that's exactly what I want. Lonzo or LaMelo, I don't care. I want one of them. But I digress. So, but the thing about Westbrook, We'll never see another player like Westbrook. Is he number two point guard of all time? No. I'm not even convinced he's top five. He, if, if he top 10, he right there at 10. If. I, I, I hadn't sat down and just done a list yet. But I, he's certainly not top five. But at the same time, there's never been another point guard like Westbrook. Like and we've all seen a lot of point guards, but he may not have been able to assist the ball like John Stockton or Magic Johnson, but John Stockton or Magic can't score the ball like Russ. They might get it to you sometimes, but on a regular basis, they cannot put up the amount of points that Westbrook can. Neither of them, I don't know if there's another point guard I've ever seen that can rebound the ball like Russ. Russ is the package of all that. He is the perfect combination. And if you find a scoring point guard, like Steph. Now, which one would I trust to get more, you know, more points? I would take Steph over Russ. Yeah, because there's this thing that Steph, you know, he, he can shoot it from just about everywhere. So I would take Steph, but at the same time, I'm not convinced Steph is the same kind of passer Russ is. Yes, Damian Lillard could probably score better than Russ, too, because, again, the shooting thing. But I'm not convinced he can pass the ball and move the ball like Russ. And neither of them can rebound the ball like Russ. Russ is a perfect combination of all of them combined, minus the shooting. Like, you, if you can find a point, you can't find a point guard that can do everything better than Russ. You can find some that can score better than Russ. You can find some that can pass better than Russ. I don't think you can find better than that can rebound. But you certainly can't find somebody that can pass, rebound. You can't find a, a package like that. That's hard to do. That's why Russ is so special, because of the skill set he has. Yes, he takes a lot of shots. Yes, I wish he'd kind of take, you know, step back, ease up on the gas a little bit. But that's kind of how he is. So I'm not going to knock somebody for trying hard and putting all the way they out there. 
Because Kobe did a lot of the same stuff. Nobody said nothing to him. Iverson did the same thing. Nobody said nothing. Okay, yeah, they did. Iverson caught some heat too. And you know what? I, Iverson and Westbrook, they they kind of remind me of each other. I'm not saying they got the same game play style, but that career trajectory, it's, they kind of remind me of each other. Really? But if I if you if I'm convinced if Westbrook was six six or six seven, we'd be talking about him like we talk about Katie, LeBron, or Giannis or, or somebody like that. I like the triple double. It's cool. It's fine. It's we hadn't seen it like that. And we never gonna see nobody do this again. I don't care nothing about usage rate. Cause I, here's the thing. Cause you know, X, you know, shout out to X again. That's my boy. Although we we find ourselves on opposite end of the table more often than not. <laughs> but um uh, he was he put this usage thing out there. I can't remember the list off top of my head, but he had I think he had Russ is the has the highest usage rate ever. Like at 42%. And I guess what he was trying to imply was, oh, just because he has the ball in his hand a lot, he's getting those triple doubles. Like just because people would just because you hold the ball a long time means you're gonna get triple doubles. I don't think that's necessarily true because I feel like if you you don't that don't mean just because you got the ball a lot, you gonna get triple doubles. Because look how he's getting the ball. Sometimes he's getting past the ball to him. He is the point guard, and more often than not, your point guard is, you know, driving the ship. And then he rebounds the ball. So between him bringing the ball up the floor, rebounding the ball, and getting the ball passed to him, by definition, yeah, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. I'm not saying it's right, but that's just kind of what it is. He's just going to have the ball a lot. So, but to the triple-double, so I don't think that's just because usage rate, the triple-double, I don't think that that's not what that means. And again, I'm not crazy about the triple-double. It's cool, but it's not conducive to winning. And especially when, especially when you do it as often as Russ does it. I think people got it backwards. People like to put, people like to put an indictment on the player that gets the triple-double because, oh, he's just trying to do everything, he's stat pad and all this. I think it's the opposite way around. I think it's a bigger indictment on the team versus it is a player. Because wait a minute, you got somebody that's getting all these points, all these rebounds, and all these points, and on a consistent basis. What the hell is everybody else doing? If I got one guy that's driving the ship for me in points, rebounds, and assists, now wait a minute. Excuse me, somebody ain't doing their damn job out here on the floor. I'm doing everything? That makes me look at everybody else. Because we said this, it's a team game. No man can do it by himself. Nobody's doing that. So if y'all don't expect nobody else to do it, why do we expect Russ to do it? Now, oh, but Wayne, but Wayne, he's had teammates. He's had teammates. You know, he had Kevin Durant. Okay, they got to the finals. They got their head cut off by Miami. Okay, Miami was beating everybody except Dallas and the Spurs. And then after they left, after that, you know, the whole OKC thing got broke up, you know, he had Melo for about 20 minutes, and he had Paul George. What have y'all been talking about, Paul George? Hey, ain't, ain't that the thing y'all always knock him in the playoffs? Ain't that what y'all love to do about Paul George, playoff P? 
Ain't y'all doing that right now by Paul George? So y'all expected him just to be something that he wasn't just and blamed it on Westbrook? I'll never forget that. That jazz series when uh I think it was game six or seven. Russ had 45. You know, him and uh my man Donovan Mitchell going at it. I was watching it at my homeboy's house. We were sitting there talking about it. I had I actually had OKC was going to win. He picked the Jazz. I was wrong, whatever, and I had to buy some win. You know what? That ain't even the point. The point is Westbrook was out there getting buckets, out there hooping, do whopping, and show stopping. All right. Had 45. Paul George gave me a whopping five points and got cooked by Joe Ingles. All series long, but some kind of way, somehow, people still found a way to blame Westbrook. Excuse me, how is it Westbrook's fault that Paul George went to bed? How was that his fault? It, are we above saying that, oh, maybe, maybe Westbrook's help? Ain't coming to, ain't, you know, doing their part. Because you can say a lot of things about Westbrook. You can't say he cheats you. So I'm looking at some of the help. That's what I'm looking at. Some credible help. Because I don't, don't give me Paul George because, we, and what did we, what did we see with Paul George last year? In the playoffs, in the bubble. Blew a 3-1 lead. Him and Kawhi both. Is that Westbrook's fault too? Huh? Y'all y'all love to burn up Westbrook, so how's that fault? Y'all don't hear y'all jumping on Kawhi? Oh, I guess Kawhi's because he's won a championship. <laughs> but nevertheless, look at what Paul George's resume is in the playoffs. And then last year with Houston, which y'all know, I was big on Houston. I was all about Houston winning the championship last year. And a lot of that was because Russ got there. That was because of Russ. And if you look at the Houston season, Russ was their best player over James Harden. Yes, I said it. Look at the numbers. Look at the style of playing. Look at what was doing. Russ was a better player. And I liked him taking less shots. And speaking of that, the, the uh, Wizards are winning. And I th think it's because Russ is kind of scaling back. You know what I mean? Somebody's got the real Russ in a little bit. I think Russ gets turned to loose a little too much. You see what I mean? I think that's what that is. But, you know, come to find out, well, number one, they lost to the Lakers. Okay. And I, I'm pretty sure the Lakers won the championship last year. Unless my TV was showing something different. And, again, I had I had the Rockets beating them. In that first game, they they won. The Houston beat a lot of them teams in the regular season, teams that they thought they couldn't beat. Couldn't beat. A lot of people thought Russ and Hard wasn't even going to get along and, you know, at least playing together. But the playoffs happened, and sure enough, the Rockets won. It was going like how I thought it would go. And they made adjustments. The Lakers did. And they lost that second game. And they asked, and I'll never forget this, Mike D'Antoni was like, oh, well, the Lakers made adjustments. Y'all going to make any adjustments? And he said, I, I quote, or close to, I'll paraphrase. He's like, no, we're not making no adjustments. We're good right how we are. If they making adjustments, 
it shows me they're scared and not comfortable with what their original game plan was. But the minute I found out Mike D'Antoni wasn't going to make game plan changes and wasn't going to do what he's supposed to do, I knew right then the Rockets was in trouble. I said, oh, my Lord. Now, I couldn't get off the Rockets bandwagon because I was in too deep. I, I, was, I just had to go down with the ship. So I was a little band on the Titanic playing my little violin watching, <laughs> watching the Rockets get, get ran up and down the floor. But nevertheless, how was that coaching error Westbrook's fault? And then he was playing hurt. I didn't even know he was he had like something torn in the shoulder. I I didn't even know that till like after the fact. So I think Russ is just he had this big target, but it shouldn't be like that. Because we're not gonna see another player like Russ. The triple doubles, again, I think that's an indictment on the team. He's just going out there playing hard, doing everything. Like, what does he have? And then even this year. When Bradley Beal was, you know, he was scoring like I felt like he was felt like like fifty points a night, and everybody was talking about, oh, free Bradley Beal, free Bradley Beal, you know, and they was losing like five, six, seven games straight, or whatever. And we seen, you know, Bradley Beal looking like he's going through a relapse. What do I got to do? What do I got to do? What can I got to do? And they was losing every game. That's talking about free Beal. But the minute Westbrook is doing triple double, triple double, triple double, and winning, and everybody like, oh, he's that bad. How, how that makes sense? How does that make sense? Now, I think a lot of that because the Wizards had a lot of stuff going on too. They was hurt, had Corona, you know, all that stuff. They had a lot going on. And I, I if y'all remember, I predicted the Wizards actually making the playoffs. I, I predicted that. And it looked like they're going to, I mean, they play in ready right now. I don't, I don't know if they'll be able to. So I don't see them crawling all the way to six, but I. I like their chances in the the playoffs, depending on what you know what Big Baller Brand do out there. <laughs> Cause you know Big Baller Brand back, baby. Big Baller Brand is back, and you know the Hornets is out there hot dogging, shucking and ducking, do whopping and show stopping, and I'm here for it. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I think we gotta keep this this Westbrook thing needs context. Fine, he can't shoot. He ain't the best shooter. All right. But he does everything else for you. He plays hard. He takes it to the rim. And, again, I, I'll keep saying this. You cannot win when your best player is a point guard. You cannot do it. I know it has happened. It happened with Isaiah Thomas. And it happened with Steph Curry. And that Steph Curry, you got to kind of look at it because the Cavs was, like, depleted. You know, Kyrie got hurt. Uh, Kevin Love got hurt. And the Warriors was just, you know, it, it was just too much for LeBron to do by himself. But nevertheless, Steph did it. I don't count Magic Johnson because I feel like Kareem was better than Magic. That's just me. But if you want to give Magic, okay, fine. But that's three people. So for sake of conversation, we'll say Isaiah Thomas, Steph, and Magic Johnson. Who else has won a championship when their best player was a point guard? Who? It has not happened. Now, what but you say, but Wayne, but Wayne, Westbrook is is he be, are you trying to say Bradley Bill? Are you trying to say Westbrook's better than Bradley Bill? Yes. Yes, I am. If you asking me which one I would rather have, Bradley Bill or Russ, I would take Russ. I would take Russ. Scoring wise, yeah, I know Bradley Bill's a better scorer. Yeah, I'm not debating that, but I, I'm talking about overall. Outside of you know, scoring the ball. What can Bradley Beal do that 
Russ can't do better. How have we seen in the playoffs more often than not? Bradley Beal or Russ? So, yeah, I would take Russ over Bradley Beal. Better yet, we can we can do it like this. When John Wall was hurt last year, cause well, past two years, it was Bradley Beal show. How many time, how many games you see the Wizards in the playoffs? And that was in the East. the The conference y'all tell me is the the weaker conference. When Westbrook was out there in no man's land, when it said, well, OKC okay, okay, trying to make it work with Cameron Payne and, you know, and the rest of the Cosby kids, I saw him taking them to the playoffs in the West, a tougher conference. So who would I rather have, Westbrook or Bradley Beal? I'll take Russell 500. So, again, you cannot win when your best player is a point guard. We saw We tried to see it with Kyrie Irving. He couldn't do it. We saw. We tried to see it with Damian Lillard in Portland. Although they looking good, they can't do it. Steph can't do it, and he's clearly the best guy in, in Golden State right now. He ain't able to do it. So why would y'all expect? And Chris Paul can't do it. Although the Suns look good, but if y'all don't expect any other point guard in history to do this outside of three, you know, phenomenons. Why would y'all expect that with Russ? We got to monetize our expectations about Westbrook because it's getting to a point where it's just unfair now. And all y'all can say, oh, he get a triple double. Oh, he can't shoot. Man, stop. We are not going to see another player like Russell Westbrook. And when he's gone, y'all are going to miss him. You better appreciate him while you got him because you ain't never seen him like this ever. And you're going to never see it again. We had seen this as Oscar Robinson. And a lot of us ain't just wa- got the privilege to watch Oscar Robinson on a night in, night out basis. So we got to appreciate Russ. Russ, is he the first point guard that would come to mind as a guard I'd want for my team? He's not. But that doesn't mean he ain't a damn good one. This has gone on long enough. Let's appreciate Russ while we got him. Now, good God Almighty, I talked about Russ for 20 minutes. <laughs> but it, it was warranted. So, anyway, a team that I don't think we are talking about enough, a team that I think is, dare I say, getting slept on, the Milwaukee Bucks. Look, I know the Bucks are good. I know they're a good basketball team. But I'll be honest with you. I didn't know they were this good. I've been watching them, and maybe because I just, I was just so all in on Philly, them coming out the East, I just really didn't worry about nothing else because y'all know I'm not sold on Brooklyn, and I'll get to them in a minute. But, and I knew, okay, I'm like, okay, fine. It's, you know, in my hierarchy, I had Philly, then I had Brooklyn, and then I had Milwaukee right there, and I didn't really pay, I didn't really think nothing else about it. I was just looking at the games, but not just really, you know, just missing the fact what they could, them a chance of them moving up in the hierarchy. Because I just saw them in the playoffs the past couple of years. And I didn't think nothing else about it. But here's what's going on, for in case y'all hadn't been keeping track. they beaten Philly three times. A team that I'm really high on. They've played the Nets three times. Beat them twice. And the time they lost, they lost by like, what, two points. 
The, the roster is better this year than what it was last year because I believe they upgraded at point guard with Drew Holiday, a great defender. And DiVincenzo playing some lockdown defense, too. They got more shooters. And they got P.J. Tucker. Another guy, a good, a good glue guy. So add some toughness to the team. And y'all, I told y'all, the Bucs is on my tough team list. They have the style of play that I like. And I'll touch on this at another time. But I think the style of play is doing these players a disservice. Like, all you know, all the... The, the the step backs, all the dribbling, like, you know, the people like the Kyrie Irving, James Hard, you know, the Kimball Walkers. I think the players like that, I think is is hurting. I think is wearing players' bodies down a little faster in between the running and up and down the court, the stopping and going out. That's bad for your joints. And that's why a lot of this I think that's why a lot of these players are getting broken down, too. And the Bucks, they don't have a lot of players that do that. They got like an old school style of play and I think that's better for your body so as a result they have a style of play that's going to keep them healthy you know it's just old school physical grown man basketball and a lot of their players do that I mean they got catch and shoot guys that's not what I'm talking about y'all know I'm talking about you know the dribbling and the, the, the you know the hot dog and that stuff I think that's bad on your joints long term when you're doing it over the course of a season let alone all these back to backs and in a condensed season and if you look, a lot of those players that don't have games like that are the ones that stay healthy. You know what I mean? And that's throughout time, and we even see it now. You know, all these players are getting getting hurt, getting hurt, getting hurt, getting hurt. But look at the players that are healthy. People like Julius Randle. He don't have no game like this. Old, he played like an old-school power forward. Look at Giannis. I mean, he had some, some knee soreness. He missed, like, something here and there, but – he hasn't really, by and large, he's been there the whole season. You know, players like that, I think, is conducive to you, you know, being around long term. But anyway, they have a style of play that's conducive to them staying healthy. And also, they got the second biggest point differential in the league behind the Jazz. For those I don't know what that is, that's the amount of points you score versus the points you allow the other person to score, that gap in the middle. It's 6.2. So out of all the teams in the league, they're beating people by a second, by the second biggest margin. And they match up well against any team because they got size. They got guard play and they got shooting. And y'all know how y'all love the three ball. They got that. Now, I don't think that's the end all to be all because I believe at the end of the day, you got to take the put the ball in the hole in the paint. You got that. That's where I believe it. But they can get you in all facets. And Giannis, he's putting up, you know, MVP type numbers. And he's he's not going to get it because, you know, they're not going to give it to him three times. Although you could put him in the conversation. They got he got the team winning. He's got the numbers and he he hadn't been hurt. He's been there. He, he's he's been a guy you can lean on. So but they're not going to give it to him. And then player efficiency race, play, player, if I could talk today, player efficiency rating, uh, he's third. So they got a player that's efficient, consistent, healthy, and he's there, and he's got the team winning. And I look at the rest of the roster, I like 
I like Chris Middleton more than I do Tobias, although Tobias is re- doing really good. And point guard play, y'all know why I love me some Ben Simmons. There's outside of well, outside of Steph and you know Big Baller Brand, Ben Simmons is right there in that Big Baller Brand level to me. But you know I'm high on Ben Simmons, but you know his scoring, you know it's, it's a lot to be desired. But Drew Holiday, he's just he's good. He's a good defender in his own right, and he can score. So I believe. Drew's defensive ability and, and combined with his ability to score, that balances out the Ben Simmons thing. DiVincenzo, a good glue guy. He's going to hit some shots when you need him, and he's going to be there, and he's going to play hard. They got, they got uh, depth, you know, with, with Brent Forbes coming off the bench and P.J. Tucker. They still got Robin Lopez, a stretch big, guys that y'all love bigs that can shoot now. They got that also. So what – I'm trying to figure out, like I was saying with Philly, where's the hole? Where's the hole with this team? I think that I think I was wrong about Philly coming out the East. And I, I'm just looking at what I'm seeing. They and nobody's talking about them because, you know, people are too busy drooling, looking, talking about the Lakers and drooling over the Nets all year. And then you got a couple people like me that was, you know, beating the Philly drum. But I think it's time we put a little spotlight on the on the the Bucks, I think this is the team that makes it to the finals. This is the team that makes it to the finals because they 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 check all the boxes. They got a star. They got depth. They got shooting. They're healthy. What else do you want? And they're tough. Those I'm telling you that there's something about that being tough. And they got leadership. I'm telling you these tough teams. Th- those aren't teams you typically want to see in the playoffs. Toughness is a real thing, and they got it in spades. Now, a team that, again, I've not been high on team, not so tough, the Brooklyn Nets. Now, <laughs> usually I wouldn't kick somebody when they down, but I'm going to kick somebody when they down. Are y'all sure? Are y'all, how y'all feel about Brooklyn this morning? Are y'all still sure? Brooklyn's coming out the East. Never mind that. Are y'all sure Brooklyn's even making it to the Eastern Finals? Oh, but wait, you know they hurt. Okay, they've been hurt all year. Everybody been hurt, but they still holding it down. I'm just looking at this team. Uh, are they number one? Are they gonna be healthy and stay healthy? And being hurt is starting to become the the normal for them. And even when they're healthy, they still not going to have great defense. they still not going to be able to stop nobody on the inside. And if you can't stop somebody on the inside, Joel Embiid and Giannis is not the team players you want to see. They got that physicality. They got that defense. They got people that get up in your arm and stay on you like paint on a car. Because both of them teams got shooting too. Because we're st- we're seeing less take it to the hole and more stop and pop. Now I I get you fine. You know you might lose to the Bucks, and never mind the fact that you lost to them back to back games. You lost the you lost the got beat to sleep by Portland. Okay, fine. You, you know you didn't have KD, so it was just Kyrie doing everything by himself. But what are we gonna say about Dallas? You lost to Dallas, too. And they ain't even have Przingis because, you know, 
When does Dallas ever have Przingis on a consistent basis? <laughs> Don't get me started on that. But uh, and we're seeing Kyrie and Katie play, and they're putting up numbers. Kyrie had like I believe he had like forty five that game against the Bucks, and they lost. Katie had like thirty both games, and they lost. So you can score all these points, but like I said, and like I've been saying, who are you stopping? Who are you stopping? You're not just going to be able to just sometimes 45 ain't enough. You got to be able to get stopped sometimes, especially in the playoffs. And I know when James Harden come back, all that's going to do is make the ball move a little more. You're still not going to be able to stop. Y'all know what y'all been saying about James Harden and his defense. Sometimes there's a little bit of a false narrative there, but y'all know what y'all been saying. And Mattyette, we was talking about Paul George in the playoffs. Y'all, what y'all been saying about James Harden in the playoffs? But now all of a sudden he in Brooklyn, y'all just going to just crown him and y'all just forgot about that. They hit y'all with the man in black flashlight flash in the face, and now all of a sudden y'all think he just going to get it done just because he in Brooklyn? How many times have we seen KD win when he not on Golden State? And y'all know what y'all feel about Kyrie. And that's if they can stay healthy long term because we hadn't seen any of these guys. Well, maybe Kyrie because Kyrie's been healthy just, you know, when he decided to play. You know, we hadn't seen these guys for no stretch of time. And now the playoffs are coming. We're going to need them for a stretch of time. They have played six games together total this year. And y'all expect me just to believe when they, everything's just going to be sunshine and rainbows when they get back? Man, y'all better stop playing with me. Look, I don't trust Brooklyn. You can trust them if you want to. I ain't trust them all season. But y'all, if y'all just want to crown them, just wait for Harden to get back and think it's going to be all right, I'm not convinced. I told y'all, L.A., y'all was waiting for the same thing. Well, L.A. was going to be sunshine and rainbows and strawberries when they got back. I told y'all, no, 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 no. It's not going to be that. LeBron, I got faith in. Anthony Davis, that's the one to look at. And look what's going on. Look at the one y'all looking at. And it's the same thing here. They still going to have defensive problems in Brooklyn. They still, we still going to worry about they, they health long term because we hadn't seen them stay together all season. And now all of a sudden they just supposed to stay together because of the playoffs. Man, y'all better stop. It's like my neighbor Jamari say, you know, you, and I'm going to leave you with this. Y'all can get lost in the sauce if you want to. And sometimes you can have the sauce and still be lost. That's all I'm going to say about that, and I'm going to leave you with that, and y'all marinate on that. I'm not so on Brooklyn. You can trust them if you want to, but I ain't going to do it. And as of today, I got the Bucks coming out the East, and Giannis my pl- favorite player anyway in the game. So I'm going to roll with that. I might be right. I might be wrong. I don't know. I just call it how I see it. I'm out.